Welcome to Delisted the Podcast. It's been 84 years since our last episode, and I can't believe we're back, Allison. Hi, welcome back. We're basically the old lady from Titanic being like, it's it's been been 84 years. years. That's us. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who tweeted us, DM'd us, emailed us, Carrier pigeoned us, um, MySpace us, Friendstered us. Am yeah. I missing anything? Live journal. Live journaled us. The Wells smoke Fargo signaled, wagon. Smoke signaled us. Yeah. Yep. About a new podcast episode. So there's literally like two trillion podcasts that exist, right? Yeah. So that's like a fact. So it warms the cocks of our hearts. Yeah, I we I mean, we felt definitely like Sally Field being like, you like us, you really like us. Or you, you're crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. You're really crazy. <laughs> so thank you for mm-hmm. that. Um, but we do have reasons why we why we were away for so long. We were away for like, what, two months? Uh, yeah, two months. And it's not because we were drunk on spring break. Well, speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we have we have reasons. Yeah, we definitely have. So my reason for being away and I would say, you know, I don't want to I don't want to claim all the responsibility here, but I would say that I sort of kicked off our hiatus and it's because my mom uh at Pez Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's okay. I'm it's like okay. Su- I'm like surprisingly like well, I'm like, I'm getting emotional. You shouldn't be For surprised. For fuck's sake, of course I should. Yeah. Um, no, but my mom passed away. And she actually yeah. passed away like two days before we normally record. So I sort of dropped that in Michael's lap being like... Well, no, because I remember you you texted me and I was, I was like, my heart just dropped. And you're like, so I'm not going to be able to record. And I'm <laughs> well, like... Well, duh. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But no, I totally, I totally know what you mean. It's like, and you're just, yeah. Well, it's like one of those things where like, I've never, um, you know, not that this is like, this podcast is turning into a therapy session. Because again, there's like 2 billion of those podcasts. But um, I never experienced a big loss before. Like both of my, um, well, I, I had four grandparents growing up, but the two grandparents that I was closest to growing up, they're still alive. And I've never had to put down um, a, uh, an animal or anything like that. Like, I've never really suffered yeah. a loss like this. Uh-huh. So it was one of those things where, like, I just, like, you just don't know what to do. And especially because it was very, it was sudden. It wasn't expected. So, yeah, like, when I text, <laughs> when I texted you being like, hey, so my mom passed away, I don't think I can make it to recording on Monday. That's just sort of where your brain goes. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. It's like your brain is just shrugging going, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I know that I'm supposed to record this on Tuesday and I obviously can't. So yeah. Yeah. It's just everything's so weird. Like one of the people that I like reached out to, I mean, God, this poor person. Cause I like came out of nowhere on a Saturday and like slipped into their DMs. It was a friend of mine and Mm -hmm. he was probably just like, Oh, Allison's going to send me something. It was on Instagram. So he's like, oh, she's probably sending me something funny. And then I was like, hey, listen, I need some help because my mom died. And I know that your mom died six months ago. So can you walk me through this? Like, 
like it's one of those things where like if someone were to do that to me i would be more than happy to help them but like lo- looking back it, i did sort of blindside that well i'm sure yeah he was more than happy to help you because he had just been through it. yeah but also again on instagram it's like it's 2019 this is the world that we live in now where it's like oh i'm gonna reach out to my friend on instagram who i would normally send like a meme to yeah Yeah, who i normally send like a cat farting video to yeah but like what's what was what's i'm I'm not saying crazy but what what was kind of mind-boggling to me is like you've been very strong through this because it just i mean you you're back you're back to work pretty quickly yeah well i mean i think that that's one of those things where like people don't really tell you this when someone close to you passes that your life really does like you're pushed back into life very quickly like once the funeral ends one of my friends said this that once the funeral ends that's the part where you're like oh my god like this is real because literally everyone around me is going about their life you know and like you have to start living your life again well, and you have a new baby, so you have to... That's the yeah. thing. And, like, there's, there's like, things about that. Like, I mean, I'm not... This isn't, like, the Sadness Olympics. I would say if there was Sadness Olympics, I'd place pretty high. Because when my mom passed, it was um, unexpected, so I didn't know. Uh, at the time, I had shingles. And, um, and my daughter was three months old and was going through, like, a sleep regression. So, which means that she was up every hour at nighttime. Everything sort of piled on me all at once. Yeah, and I would say that shingles was the grossest part of it. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it's pretty gross. It was gross. But um, but yeah, no, it was one of those things where I just kind of had to, like, I'm still, I'm still breastfeeding my daughter. So, you know, when as uh, there's like a weird relationship with a baby when you're breastfeeding where they can like pick up on your energy. Babies are like very spiritual. They're very like. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're very like San Francisco hippie. Maya, Maya Bialik, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> So, but no, but they do though. Like, so like if I got stressed out, there's a chance that my daughter could stop eating. Like the milk will like get tainted. Well, my milk, (laughs) my milk already, my milk already smells kind of like, or tastes sort of like onions to me. Like the soul of the milk will get. (laughs) It's like two ghosts. No, but I know what you mean. Two ghosts come out of your nipples and they're like, ooh. Yes, two stressed out ghosts and then your baby's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I had to like kind of keep being normal, which again is its own very weird thing to be like playing with my baby being like, look at your toys. Let's sing a song. Oh my goodness. What's your bear doing? And like on the inside, I'm being like, oh you're like, God, what the fuck's yeah. happening? But yeah, no, I mean, it's it kind of it. Yeah. It just short, sort of showed me what I was, you know, what I was strong enough to handle. I know that that's really corny to be like, you know, no. God only gives you enough that you can handle. But it's true. Like, I would say life gives you, you know. Lemons? Oh, yeah, no, when, life gives you, when life gives you lemons, make breast milk. Make lem- ghost. lemon, yeah, ghost breast milk. Yes. Anyway, so I am I wanted to talk about why I was gone, though. I didn't want to just gloss over it because my mom um, listened to every episode of the podcast and read the website for years so she uh, oh my god well, yeah, this, this is very oprah <laughs> well that's what well so i say a lot of i i knew that she listened to every yeah. episode and so i say a lot of like nasty things i talk about dicks <laughs> i talk about holes and yeah. so when i when we're recording it i don't really think which shocking i don't yeah. really think of it but when i go back and i yeah. edit it and i'm listening to like me go on about dicks and holes I'm like, <laughs> oh my god 
Allison's mom is listening to this. I know. I, like, I have to cut this. <laughs> and I know that my mom laughed so much at that. There was actually, you kind of, you oh, sort of. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, my God. She did. She would always be like, oh, my God. When Michael started talking about whatever, this greasy hole or, you know, <laughs> she, she was always like kind of, she was kind of shocked about it, but she did laugh at it. But actually, you sort of came up in, so I gave a eulogy at her funeral. How was that? Um, it was it was fine. It was actually kind of nice because I just talked about, you know, my mom was very funny. And um, so I just talked about funny things that she did, things she found funny. And um, one of the things that I talked about, I didn't mention you by name, but one of the last tweets, my mom was on Twitter. And so she would send me tweets all the time. One of the last things she sent me was a video of this guy slow dancing. I don't know if you saw this video. It was a guy slow dancing to Careless Whisper with his dog. No. I will try to find the video, but that's one of the last things that yeah, my mom I'll sent me. For it. And when she uh tweeted like when she tweeted at me, she said Wait, did the dog have lipstick? <laughs> Michael. No. Well, that's why I thought where this was going. No. Okay. <laughs> no, but when she so when she sent it to me, she like DM'd me. And she goes, I don't know why, but this reminds me of, of Michael. <laughs> because again, did the dog have lipstick? <laughs> I don't know why she thought maybe it's because it was just like a guy. And he had dark well, hair. Well, I and definitely slowed slow downs to, care, to careless, careless whisper. whisper with my dog. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look that up now. Yeah, you should. It was a very cute video. I was, and but yeah, the whole time she was like, "I've never met him, but I, I don't know. I just, see, I see this as something he might do." I was like, "I guess." <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I said that, that that's you know, I was like, my mom would send me things <laughs> like that. I didn't say like, and would say this reminds me of your boss, but and you said, and the dog had lipstick. <laughs> Yeah, in church. In church, I said that. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Um, anyway, point is, it was, uh, I, you know, it was one of those things where I just think, like, I know lots of people have gone through this, so I can go through it too. And, uh, but if anybody has gone through this that wants to, like, talk it out or whatever, tell their story. Slide into your DMs. Email me. Yeah, it's slide into my DMs. Email me because it really does help to talk to people about it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. And this is for Debbie. Ah, oh, that's really, really sweet. So that's why I was, you know, on hi- hiatus. But then you had to go on hiatus. Yeah, we pl- we had planned a hiatus because of my issues. Yeah. And so mine was, and I talk about all the time, was more eye issues. So two years ago, I had a detached retina. Yeah. And the treatment or the whatever, how they fix it, uh, they put a gas bubble in your eye to keep the retina down. Because yeah. of the gas bubble, you get a cataract. Okay, can I just really what? quickly, what is a gas bubble? Because I'll tell you what I think a gas bubble is. What, the doctor farted in my <laughs> eye? Well, basically. basically it just has nothing to do with an eye is what I think a gas bubble is. So, what, like, is it under your eye? Like, they put a little No, it's like bubble? on top of the retina. So, it's like a... Okay. So, they laser the retina so it'll, you know, stay down, right? Because it's detached. And okay, then they right. put the gas bubble so it'll keep it down. And then the gas bubble, it takes... It took me, like, two months for the gas bubble to uh, d- disperse, you okay. know, to not... Dissipate? Yeah, yes, that's what I was looking for. But I was like, how do I pronounce that? Thank, thank God for you. So yeah, so exactly. So be, but because of that, you develop like a cataract and a very right. fast growing cataract. So I had like, like towards the end of it was pretty much completely white and frosted. Oh. Like, you know, like Charlie like, Sheen sneezed in my eye, basically <laughs> just like white, 
I know I've got fresh jokes for 2019. So I finally had it replaced, like my cataract replaced. Right. And my first surgery was a flop. Like the machine right. broke. Oh my which, God. Oh, Michael, bitch. what kind of discount eye places are you going to? I know, right? Like, Did you go to one at like a uh, Like in a market? van. Yeah. A van behind a big lots. Yeah. So they had to reschedule me. So I had it done a couple of weeks ago. And I can see clearer, but it's still blurry without Would you say that you can glasses. see clearly now that the rain is gone? Now the rain is gone. <laughs> I had to. I'm I, sorry. I was wait. Well, I was waiting for one of us because that's exactly what I thought of too. Yeah. So and then I like have some now. I have some cloudiness by my lens, so I have to go back. Right. For another procedure at the end of the month. So it's like my vision, and I have glaucoma. I have. I mean, my vision is a mess, and it's all my dad's fault, because my mom's side they have wonderful vision. They can right. see clearly now. That the rain is gone? Regardless of the rain, whether the rain is here or gone. Yeah. And my dad's side is like full of Mr. Magoo's. <laughs> like they can't see shit. So like my dad never got me a birthday gift, barely gave me a card, barely visited, but he gave me the gift of shitty jeans. So yeah. <laughs> there's that. Now, is it in both your eyes? The cataract? No, yeah. it's just the detached retina eye. My other eye is okay-ish. So that's your favorite? Yeah, they call that the good eye. <laughs> God, they're going to give the other eye a complex. I know, the bad eye. The um, the, the, co- the good son. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good movie. Okay, so into, into news that has nothing to do with, you know, moms or eyes. Uh, Donald Trump is out of America that right now. That was a now. great segue. I know, here's the thing. I was off for two months and that's the best segue I could come up with. No, so. I love it. Yeah, we're going to win podcast awards for this episode for sure. So so um, congratulations, America. Donald Trump is not in your country right now because he's on his first official state visit to the UK, him and Melania. Remember her? Well, all of them and all of the Trumps. Yeah, oh, well, except for is Baron Trump there? Where's Baron Trump? Free oh, that's Baron. That's a good question. He's like the new Tiffany. Where's Baron? Yeah. Where in the world, world is, is Donald Baron. Trump's fifth kid? So... Um, yeah, Donald Trump landed in a giant helicopter at Buckingham Palace yesterday. He was greeted by the Queen. They've met each other before, but this is like the first official America visit to the UK. So usually visiting dignitaries and stuff will stay at Buckingham Palace, but Donald Trump and Melania aren't because the palace is undergoing renovations, which I'm like, okay, which, sure. You know that as soon as like this trip was planned, the Queen like took a sledgehammer to wherever they're supposed to stay and was like knocking it down. It's like, oh, we need renovations. Yeah. Oh, the, Can't stay here. Yeah. The second that the Trumps leave, all of a sudden it'll be like the property brothers when they like wrap up a renovation in like eight hours. And it's she's like, like oh, well, you know, it's all done. <laughs> Granite <laughs> countertops everywhere. Yeah. Gray and white. It's beautiful. Um. Yeah. And next year when they come back, she'll be like, oh, no, what do you know? We're getting the place fumigated. Looks like he can't stay here again. Which they'd have to do after he left anyways. Oh, it's true. Who knows what kind of roaches and crabs he's bringing in so um when they showed up the queen gave him some presents she gave him a book which useless he doesn't read and a pen set which again he doesn't write doesn't write uh she gave melania a silver box and melania was probably hoping the box contained like keys to an underground bunker where she could escape but I think it was just a regular box. And then after Trump met with the Queen, he and Melania met with Prince Charles and uh, Duchess Camilla at Clarence House. And if you're on social media at all or read the news, you know that Camilla won our hearts 
Well, won the hearts of like gossipy people by winking at photographers after they all left like a press okay. junket at Clarence. Can we talk about this wink? Yeah, I want to talk about this wink. Okay, so this wink, like you think it was shady, like this is all a joke kind of wink. Okay, it's a specific type of shady. It's like Canada doesn't really have British humor. We have kind of British humor. And like what that wink is, that's like a... That's like a type of, that is a type of shade. Like I think in the States, when you wink at someone, it's like you're trying to pick them up, right? Oh yeah, see that's the way I saw it because like I'm not British by way of Canada. Mm -hmm. So I saw it as like that. Yeah, like, oh, I'm about to fuck this kind of wink, which (laughs) is like, no, I don't want to think of Trump as Camilla's tampon. Oh, right. That's Prince Charles job. Only Prince Charles. But that's yeah, that's that's why it was a little creepy to me because right. it was like, I'm getting that ass. No. So t- winking like like an, if an old rich person like winks at you, they're like doing it in a way where they're kind of like ribbing you. Right. Where they're like, oh, look at this. Right. Like wink, wink. Like they're, it's like it's like she was like saying like, well, like wish me luck. Get a load of this guy. Right. Like, OK, she, so she's, she's connecting being, with that. She's making a joke. She's making a joke, and she probably sees all those same photographers all the time, right? So, like, she yeah. probably knows some of them. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally yeah, where she, like, know. she connected with them. Anyway, and Trump didn't pay attention because... Well, he had he, his back to her, right? Yeah, and also, would he care anyway? He, he doesn't care. I don't think he no, cares. he doesn't care. No. So, after they did that, they had lunch. Trump and Melania have had, like, fancy lunch with all the royals and stuff, but it was private, so nobody knew about that. And um, that was awkward because... Prince Harry was at the lunch, and Trump had literally just talked shit about Duchess Meghan, like, like maybe eight hours earlier. Like, not but not said even, he didn't, which was hilarious. Which is me. such a yeah, it's so dumb because there's literally audio of him saying exactly what people said. So, but like, of course, he's like, oh, fake news, fake news, no collusion. I never said it. Yeah, because before she became a royal, she yes. said like, I'm gonna move to Canada if he wins. Like during the during his campaign, she said. And with as misogynistic as Trump is, and so vocal about it. And then so they, with the son, the son, he yeah, did the son. an interview with the son. And they asked him about it and he said. She said she'd move to Canada if you got elected. Turned out she moved to Britain. What can I say? No, I didn't know that she was nasty. Yeah. And, and nasty yeah. Nasty Duchesses. <laughs> Does that work? Nasty Duchess. Just pretend that works. My gosh, is this the voice? I know, right? Is this an episode I mean, of the voice? So, uh, yeah, there really hasn't been any... Like, there hasn't been any, like, Trump and Harry really together. Like, after they had learned lunch, they went to the um, Royal Picture Gallery, which is, like, a room with pictures in it. And Harry, like, the press said that, like, Harry was, like, noticeably standing back from Trump. Like, he didn't want anything to do with him. But that could also be because, you know, just Trump would have spent the whole time asking, like, the dumbest questions. Like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Is he important? Well, the thing is, like, Harry, so when they were when he was first dating Megan, and, you know, yeah. the tabloids were saying racist shit, yeah. they were following her mom, so he defended her mm-hmm. in a statement, like, publicly. So he had to have done something to Trump to get revenge, like piss in his Coke or something. Do they have Coke in England? Um, <laughs> I, they probably call it cola. <laughs> no, I think they have Coke. They have Coke. So all of this kind of accumulated to like a big banquet last night that happened at Buckingham Palace. And like you said, Trump brought four of his kids and they all got to go to the banquet. So um, Don Jr., Ivanka, the dumb one, and Tiffany Trump, who never gets invited to anything. So it was everybody but Barron. Exactly. So no kids allowed, maybe it was 
perhaps something where you had to be an adult. And then the the Goonies one, his he brought his wife, right? Yes, he brought. Um, oh yeah, yeah, he brought his pregnant wife, Lara. Laura, yeah. yeah, and Don Junior, his his wife is like divorcing him. So, well, she, he didn't bring there. his girlfriend, who is she used to be on Fox News. What's her name? And she was married to the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Her name is, and she works for the Trump campaign now. Anyways, he didn't bring her, right? Yeah, um, she's like brown headed, so much plastic surgery. You know? Oh my her. god, yeah. The name is on the tip of my tongue. So I she yeah, she's very what you would picture Don Junior with. But yeah. yeah, she wasn't really there. Um, and yeah, Tiffany was there, and Trump was probably so surprised that she was there. Like he probably went up to her and was like, "Hello, nice to meet you. Are you someone from Jordy Shore?" Um, also, Tiffany Jordy kind of- Shore, <laughs> Love Island. Get it's all about Love Island now, Allison. <laughs> I know. Come on, don't don't act like Trump is on top of the new TV You're shows. Right. You're right. He was, you know, he'd probably say like Towie. Towie. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, yeah, Tiffany Trump, I mean, she looked fine. She looked fancy. She was dressed up for the occasion. Duchess Kate, Prince William were there. And um, the queen made a speech. Like, it was like the weirdest thing because like, why why was Trump invited there? But anyways, the queen made a speech and then Trump made a speech and he called the queen a great, great woman, which is just like, I don't know, that just seems like the laziest way to describe the queen. Well, the, his vocabulary is very limited, more limited than mine. So yeah. either it was either going to be great, terrific, or nasty. Yeah, it's true. One of one of the three. And but Trump, so a, a lot of people were saying like they were like, "Oh, poor queen, right? Like, yeah. oh, poor royals, they have to hang out, you yeah, know, with, with Trump. trash." But like the queen herself, like I'm not is married to a mess. Like I'm not saying yeah. Prince Philip is like a British Trump, but like he's a mess. He yeah. said some racist shit in the past. He crashed his cars. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Was Prince Philip there? I mean... I mean, the conversation those two would have. Oh, God. There, like, there was also some non-Trump gossip from the state banquet. So yes. it's been rumored that Prince William cheated on Kate with Kate's best friend, Rose Hanbury, the... Oh, my God. The Marchioness of... Ch- Ch- Cholmondale. She's like Cholmondale I mean, or that something. That title is ridiculous. Yeah. But do you okay? Do you think like when Kate allegedly found out that her husband allegedly, you know, was doing her husband, she went up to Rose and was like, "Marsha, Marsha, Marchioness." <laughs> yes, Michael. That's exactly how she responded no, Marcia, to it. <laughs> it's Marchioness, right? Um, I don't. No, you know, I've got to look at, I have to for look the at the For the sake of that, for the sake of, sake that, of that Brady joke. reference, let's go that it is. So anyways, yeah. Rose and her husband, David, oh my God, Shaw Mondelli. Mm-hmm. So they have reportedly been iced out of Kate and William's inner circle, right? And some say it's because Ray, Rose and William had an affair. So Rose and her husband were at the state banquet, which makes sense because David is the Lord Great Chamberlain, whatever mm-hmm. that means. The Wilt Cham- the great Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. So Rose walked at the end of the process- procession. Yeah, with, she snuck in the back. Yeah, with a columnist for the Daily Mail. Interesting. And so mm. she and she didn't sit at the same table as Kate, and they apparently didn't talk at all. But oh. I, I hope they had a dance off. Oh, what do you even think that would look like? It would just yeah. be like the stiffest arms and the stiffest legs. 
be like two Halloween skeletons just kind of like waving in the wind. Just <laughs> that's not a skinny joke. That's like a that's a stiff joke. That's, that's a stiff joke. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't skinny shaming. She was stiff shaming. Yeah, it's cardboard cutout shaming. <laughs> okay, so now we're moving on to the Duggers, uh, Duggers, Duggers, whatever you want to call them. I think I think it's Duggers. Duggers. Who cares? I mean, I just can't believe we're talking about them in 2019, but here we are. So the matriarch of the Duggers. Michelle Duggar. That feels weird. It's not Duggar. I think it's Duggar. And I used to watch that show, which... I grew, up in, I grew up in the country, and I'm pretty sure that's Duggar. Okay, so she... Michelle Duggar gave us sex tips a few years ago, and her main tip back then was to basically keep your parts open for your husband at all times and give it to him whenever he wants it, even if you're tired and don't want to do it. What a feminist. Yeah, she's like, basically rent one of those, like... um rent the uh the like bench from an obgyn with the stirrups on the end of it and she's like sleep on that at all times with your legs sleep everything cook make the sandwiches while you're on it you know (laughs) yeah do all of that so now michelle's 28 year old daughter jill duggar has come out with her own sex tips on the website she shares with her husband of five years derek dillard yeah and this is great because you know we all want sex tips from the last people who sh- oh. on earth who should be giving sex tips. Well, you know, it's like I woke up this morning and I was like, how can I, how can I do better at sex? I'm like, I need Jill to Duggar know. Has yeah, but I, I was like, I need to know from Jill Duggar. Yeah. I mean, it's like getting parenting tips from Janelle Evans, which yeah. if you don't know Janelle Evans, God bless you. You're lucky. So Jill, she kind of echoed what her mom said. She says, you should always let your spouse know you're available for fucking. And you should fuck at least three to four times a week. If you can't uh, let his train go in your choo-choo hole, I'm sure that's what she calls it. <laughs> she, she calls it that. Or her Jesus tunnel. I don't know. For health reasons, then find other ways to get intimate. She no, she didn't mention what other ways, right? No, she didn't. So that's it. Ass to mouth. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) But but that's what I was thinking too. Is I was like, because when I was picturing Jill Duggar Dillard having sex with her husband, (laughs) Derek Dillard, say that three, four times. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She'll appear behind you in a mirror. Um, No, but I pictured them like doing like missionary sex. It's exactly sixty seconds long. And it's just lights like, out. Lights out. Ten pumps, and it's like very like like to the beat of like staying alive. Like it's like done, done, done. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's four times a week because it's only four seconds long. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I thought of because I was like, okay, well, what else would they do? Is she giving him like hand jobs? They don't have foreplay. Like, is she sucking his dick? Like, what else oh does she God. mean? I, I'm the gross one on this episode, apparently. <laughs> but, but like, that's what I couldn't understand. Is it's like all I pictured them being was like. Here's what here's what Jill Duggar du- <laughs> Jill Duggar, Duggar Dillard Dillard. does. <laughs> she kisses her husband, and then just goes right to having I don't sex. Even know like there's nothing kiss. in between. You know, and then she said to keep it exciting and spice it up, which means like use a red sheet with a hole in it sometimes <laughs> instead of a white sheet with a hole in it. She oh yeah, you like, forgot to add the sheet like with the hole in it. They do that. Yeah, she, or they're... she's like she's like when I want to spice it up, I don't do my flannel nightgown all the way up to my neck. I leave one button undone. Ooh, that is spicing Ooh, it up. Aye, aye, aye. So she also says that you shouldn't masturbate. She thinks you need to serve your husband, meet his needs, and always look and smell nice for him. You should you should shower in the morning. Then you should shower before he gets home. Then you should shower 
before you have sex with him. And then you should put scented lotion on before you do sex. Yeah. Oh, and she like she also says like put lotion on in front of him. Like do scented lotion in front of him. Like she's really hung up on like bathing and oh we know what kind himself. of kink her husband is into then too Sounds he's probably the hiding uh, yeah he's hiding like at those you know bath and body works <laughs> watching the women put try on lotion you know no, try see, the I, samples see, and I pictured, slobbering yeah. <laughs> see i pictured him more like um like sliding a bucket with a bottle of lotion towards jill and being like do you want to put this on she's like oh i'll put that lotion on my skin he's like oh yeah put that lotion on your skin so some some buffalo bill Raw play yeah. is what you're saying. But what kind of uh, scented lotion do you think she uses? What scent? Oh, tater tot smell. <laughs> cucumber melon. The worst <gasps> one. That's She's totally cucumber melon. She is cucumber melon. There's it's a not- reason why I hate cucumber melon, and this is why. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so those are her those are her tips but also like when she says that they like have sex like three to four times a week it's honestly probably because there's nothing else to do like tv is sinful and movies are sinful and books are sinful except the bible but i mean how many times you can read the bible right so it's like what else is there to do but curl your bangs and bang your husband but she's full of shit like you think? She- you oh think my she does God. more than four times there's a week? No, no, there's no way they're fucking three to four times a week. Okay, you know they don't believe in birth control, right? Yeah. So they're barebacking it. And and those Duggars are fertile. So if like if her walking dead of a husband is busting like <laughs> nuts up in her three to four times a week, she'd be full of babies. Like she'd be full of babies all the time. You know, she'd be like, you know, like what state is ban abortion? All of them. Uh it should be like an Alabama politician's dream. Just full of babies all the time. They'd be coming out of her butt. They'd be coming out of her mouth. Like she'd always, she'd be pregnant multiple times at the Are same you- time. And as for fapping, okay, I can't speak to it since, you know, I don't know much about straight couple. You're not a Christian woman. Yeah. Well, I don't know about straight couple okay. sex. But like sometimes like you don't want to bother having sex with another person, right? I mean... Like, you yeah. don't want to wait for them. So you just want to go into the bathroom, do it quick, like, and get it done. Well, also, to be honest, if my husband looked like Derek Dillard Duggar, yeah, I, there's no way. I'd be like, oh, whoops, what do you know? I already did it in the bathroom before we, before you wanted to get busy. Sorry, going to sleep now. Night, night. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, Jill's tip is be a sex stall that is machine washable. Yeah. Pretty much. That's and lotion. And lotioned up. And has a part-time job at Bath and Body Works. So, okay. So now let's end with some good news. Mm -hmm. I don't... Well, this is good news depending on who you are. So Carnival Cruise already has a hub app that allows you to order pizza from anywhere on their ship. And it'll be delivered to wherever you are on the ship. So they're now adding beer, soda, and water to that. So all you have to do is bring up the hub app on your phone. Mark your location on the ship. Take a selfie of yourself so they can identify you and then place your order for beer, pizza, or both. So it's available on a handful of their ships now, and they're slowly going to roll that feature out to all of their ships in the next months. I Here's the thing. I don't understand why they didn't launch this new app thing with Kathy Lee, because as I'm sure you can remember, Kathy Lee did those amazing if carnival cruise. They, they could see me now. now. Those crazy friends of mine. I'm getting pizza farts and birds. 
<laughs> beer burps. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but like I wish that they had brought back those if my friends could see me now commercials to do this. But it, the whole song would just be like, I'm look at my life. I'm super lazy. I'm drinking, ordering beer and pizza by the pool all day long. Or the toilet. Like, I totally thought of the toilet. Like, people are going to order this off the toilet. <laughs> I mean, cruise ship pizza will definitely give you the runs. So you may as well be sitting on the toilet while eating it to save yourself, you know, a waddle. It's from true. Now, to the toilet. Michael, have you eaten cruise ship pizza? I'm sure I have. I've been on a cruise. You've never been on a cruise, right? No, but there's something about cruise ship pizza that like, first when I heard the story about cruise ship pizza and beer, I was like, oh, gross. But then literally seconds later, I was like, oh, I bet that pizza's really good. Well, what I remember, I was probably 16 or 17 when I, I've Fancy. only been on one cruise and it was with my mom only. Where, so it was where'd just you go? I, oh God, the Caribbean, of course. Probably, I don't remember where, but you always go to the Caribbean. Right. So what I remember is like, there's food available 24-7. You know, right. you wake up at 2 a.m. Is the buffet open? Ups- yeah, it's buffet. So there's probably buffet pizza. Oh, my God. This sounds amazing. But beca- No, but you should go when you can drink. Because I was 16. I couldn't drink, which is hell. Like, yeah. my mom was probably low-key plastered the entire time. <laughs> and I do not blame her. Because there's nothing, be you're stuck with all these loud assholes. And... <laughs> You eat and you drink. So that's my question, though, is if, like, all those buffets are open, why do people need to have pizza brought to them on the toilet? Because you have to walk to the buffet. So this way... We really are turning into Wally, aren't we? (laughs) You're, like, in the pool and you can just, you know, bring up that app. But what I want to know is, is it, like, the Domino's website? Oh, where you get the tracker? Oh, my God. Where it's, like, it's, like, Kevin is on the Lido deck and he is almost at the pool. I know. Your pizza has been picked up from the buffet line. It's been reheated in the microwave. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Derek is thawing out your pizza as we speak. This is the part where we go over five stories pretty quickly, starting with Bradley Cooper, who at the beginning of last Oscar season, page six said that B. Coop and his girlfriend of about four years, Irina Shake, were having relationship problems. Page Six now says that they are hanging on by a thread, but they're staying together for the sake of their two-year-old daughter. Now, of course, during Oscar season, we were all fed the story that Gaga and B. Coop wanted to do each other. She denied it, and she broke up with her fiancé earlier this year. Gaga yeah. did. And now we're hearing rumors that Bradley and Irina... Ugh, we know what's on- coming shaky ground which <laughs> sorry i already made that joke on the website but i wanted to do it again i like it that much you wanted to say it yeah yeah i want to um you know everybody thinks that like they're you know they're gonna break up because bradley and lady gaga are like destined to be together or whatever but honestly i bet that the final straw was something like bradley asked Irina who her favorite director is like he was like fishing for like a compliment and she was like uh, I don't know. Spielberg is pretty good, I guess. He's like, that's it. Pack your things. Well, the final straw was like contract renegotiations broke down. <laughs> Allegedly. That's, Allegedly. Oh my God. Do you remember when? So Bradley Cooper, was he engaged to Renee Zellweger? I think. No, right? Well, they dated, but I think they might have been engaged. I don't know. But anyways, after they broke up, there right. was a blind item that she was doing his mom. And he's always with his mom. 
Yeah. His... Do you remember this blind item? No, but I love this blind item so much because it is so weird and definitely not true. And ridiculous. The, gold, the golden era of fuckery. Yeah. So over 30 years ago, we're yeah. old, mm-hmm. the, um, the Punky Brewster went off the air. So now it's coming back. Um, a sequel has been announced starring Soleil Moon, Soleil Moon Fry, who played Punky. Yeah. She'll be back. And Punky will be a 40-something single mom of three who befriends a young girl, a young girl who reminds her of herself. So it's like the first one, but instead of an old man taking in a little girl who is abandoned by her parents at the mall, yeah. it'll be about a middle-aged woman who takes in a girl in need. Yeah. You and it'll be what? a sitcom, probably. Yeah, it's going to be like, I feel like it's going to be like an ABC family show, like Fuller House. Um, but it's weird, though, because like I... So I loved Punky Brewster when I was a kid, but I loved the cartoon more than I loved the actual show. Like, I loved It's Punky Brewster. But, like, what, to me, what made Punky Brewster cute in the 80s doesn't really work today. So, like, in 2019, a tough-talking, scrappy kid from the streets with no parents is basically Little Tay. Or the Cash Me Outside Girl. Oh my girl. god, that's who should play that. Well, Vicky. Yeah. Oh my god, Little, little Tay. Message to all y'all broke ass haters. Y'all ain't doing it like Lil Tay. Yeah. I mean, she needs to be adopted by somebody with sense. With some, I mean, she needs to be adopted by Wolves, would be better. It would step up from her parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, we don't need this. We don't need this yeah. Punky Brewster sequel. But I do hope there's a refrigerator episode. Because, no, that really honestly fucked me up for a long time i mean and if you well, don't yeah sherry almost died yeah if you don't so if you yeah if you don't know what i'm talking about there was an episode where all the kids play hide and seek and cherry she hid in an abandoned refrigerator that was like yeah. in the yard and they couldn't find her <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she like like you said she almost died and we had an abandoned we had like a broken refrigerator in my backyard who didn't really <laughs> yeah it's, we had one like, in our basement yeah, I mean, everybody had. So it really freaked me out. You so know like That episode at least Im- imprinted on you. Like, you were freaked out. We had an abandoned fridge and a chest freezer in our basement when we were kids, and we were constantly daring each other to go inside. Like, we're like, do it, do it, get inside that freezer. Like, I mean, it's a good thing you didn't end up like Cherry then. Yeah, it's... I mean, obviously, I should have watched that episode more often. But what's, like, the equivalent of today of a abandoned fridge? Like, uh... A really big beauty fridge. Oh, yeah. Do you have a beauty fridge? You totally have a beauty fridge. Michael, I'm wearing the same leggings that I've worn for the past two weeks without washing them. Do you think I put my lotion in a beauty fridge? Yes. (laughs) I'm a white girl, so yeah. Okay, so Batty Winkle is a 90-year-old influencer, and honestly, the only influencer I can stand pretty much. So, and she kind of looks like Punky Slutty Grandma. She should be in the sequel. Batty Brewster. Betty Brewster. So she's doing a line of beauty products with incredible cosmetics, and it includes a sheet mask for your titties. It's a rainbow print boob mask that's supposed to firm, brighten, and moisturize your chichis. It costs $9 for a pack. 5% of sales go to the Trevor Project. Yeah. So yes, 5%. Homophobia is over. Yeah, thanks to some uh, boob masks. Thanks to the 5% of sales of boob masks. Now, Michael, I'm going to go out on a limb. And guess that that mask doesn't do anything for wrinkles. Why? Oh, that was a she got wrinkly titties joke. It wasn't good. <laughs> no, it wasn't no, good. 
<laughs> you know, whatever. Her boobs are better than mine. <laughs> I can't. But I this, be this is a get. Like I don't have boobs, but this is a gimmick. Oh, you think? <laughs> Jesus, Michael, do you think it's a gimmick? <laughs> You're putting two moist paper towels on your titties, and they're supposed to brighten them up. They're supposed yeah. to be like make them sing, you know, shiny happy people. Yeah. <laughs> but I say get that money, Batty. Yeah, and donate that 5%, Batty. Yeah, cure homophobia with that 5%. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff Bezos, the um, founder, see everything of Amazon, he and Mackenzie, his wife Mackenzie, finalized their divorce, and she got a nearly $37 billion settlement. So she joined an initiative with other Richies like Warren Buffett <laughs> and Bill and Melinda Gates, where the insanely rich promised to donate a huge chunk of their money to charity. Yeah, you have She's, to be a billionaire to be in this club. Yeah, you have to be rich beyond rich. So she promised to donate half of her fortune to charity. Like, there's not many details. She didn't say when she's going to do it. No, but so, she did She did kind of imply, though, that she was going to do it before she died. Which is like, it could be. A, I mean, with all that money, she could get Bionic parts and live forever. Yeah, I've seen the movie AI. So Jeff, who is now worth $114 billion after the divorce, says he's proud of Mackenzie, but he didn't join the initiative. <laughs> but like Mackenzie Bezos, I think it's so great that she's doing that because like she, there's no way she could spend all that money. Like she could try, but there's no way she could do it. But I think the most generous gift that she could give us all is free Prime accounts. So Mackenzie... If you want to do something good, give everyone a free Prime account. Or we'll just all change our name to charity. Yeah. In hopes she'll donate to us. So a video ended up on social media of rapper Young Thug's daughter, who is like under 10 years old. She's way too young to drive. She's like six years old. She's driving a car as an adult is next to her filming it. So the Shade Room posted the video and many were crying for, you know, Child Protective Services to step in. Young Thug put up a statement saying that he'd never let his daughter drive. And then sources told TMZ that his daughter was with his mom and they were just outside of their home in Atlanta and that the girl was driving for less than 30 seconds. Yeah, but like she still had to get in and out of the front seat. Like she's not sitting on anyone's lap, I don't think. No, like that's what we, like uh, D-listed uh, writer Deidre wrote this and she mm-hmm. talked about how like in the 80s we all sat in our parents' laps. And like yeah. my dad did that. Did you? Did you do that? No, I didn't. I never did that. But <laughs> well, I will. You had good but parents. I will. T- well, you had I, good no, I'll, no, no. I'll tell you. I recently found a picture of me um, getting pulled on a GT snow racer behind a minivan. What's that? <gasps> oh, you wouldn't have had GT snow racers because you grew up that? in California. So is that like a moose with a motor on it? <laughs> that sounds like a Canadian vibrator. No. So a GT snow racer is like this thing that you would sit on. It had. Um, like skis on the bottom of it and it was like a little like an atv no no no. it had no motor you like went down a hill it was like a it was a thing that you what like the on hell? the snow it was a it was a snow racer it was like when you With go no sledding. motor no no so when you go sledding michael okay. sometimes you can use a wooden sleigh right you see yes. you've seen that you can use a crazy carpet which is a piece of plastic the fuck crazy carpets are off make crazy carpet a hot Wait, is that like is that like the um the lids the plastic lids no so that's a flying saucer 
but it's similar. A crazy carpet literally looks like the carpet from Aladdin, but it's made of like thick plastic. It's they're super dangerous. Like every kid I know broke their arm on a crazy carpet. Okay. Um, and then there's a thing called a GT snow racer. So it had like three blades, two down the side, one down the front, had a little steering wheel and you could go super, super fast. But you could, the thing was you could steer and it also had like a braking system too. They were like very, every, every one Christmas, everybody wanted them. And my sister and I got, we both got GT snow racers, which was like, we never got big, fancy Christmas presents. So this uh-huh. was a big year for us. But um, one year we tied one of them with a rope behind um, a minivan. And then the person in the minivan drove on the road with us behind it. And at one point in time, we were like... Um, going like we weren't being pulled by the minivan we were going like at the same basically oh, yeah it, yeah we do that with skateboards yeah 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 so this is like the canadian version of that basically yeah but you would have like soft well not soft but you would have at least snow to fall on we'd have the concrete oh, to no, crack michael, our heads open no michael you'd fall in the ditch it would, it would be like filled with rocks and like damp snow <laughs> it was still pretty gross <laughs> but anyway point is i never i never did the car riding thing so i'm jealous of all these little kids Jealousy yeah, there's you. still time. You can do that with your daughter. And please record it and please put <laughs> it on your social okay. media. Yeah. You know what, though, Michael? I'm not, I'm really not impressed with that video because any, like, I'm just saying this is like somebody who drives. Like, I'm not impressed. Anyone can drive down a road. Call me when young, young Thug's daughter can parallel park that car with a full lane of impatient motorists honking behind her. Oh, Latarian Milton can do that. He can. Never yeah. forget Latarian Milton. I want to do it because it's fun. Fun to do bad things. To drive into a car. But did you know that you could perhaps kill somebody? Yes, but I wanted to do horror stuff with my friend. Before we go, we just want to thank you again for listening to this mess. Thank you so much. And also let you know that we're going to take another hiatus for the summer. We'll be back for one episode, and then and we'll be back in the fall, and then we'll take another hiatus for Canadian and American Thanksgiving, and then we'll be back again for one episode for our Christmas hiatus. And then basically it's like one episode every two months. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, we'll be back next week, and if yeah. you have a comment for us or have a dilemma for our shit advice segment, which still lives on, you can email us at dtp at com. dtp at com. And if you have any reviews, leave them on iTunes or wherever you review podcasts, because I personally love reading those reviews. I know you read them. I do. I love them. They're great. You even you tell me, I say, Allison, don't tell me the bad ones. I don't want to know. Okay, I won't tell you the bad ones. But, But and then you tell me a fucking bad one. (laughs) Look at what this bitch called you. (laughs) No, they're actually all really, really great. And they're just like, yeah, they, they warm the cocks of our heart as the well. The cocks of our hearts and souls. Okay, so till next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.